0: Welcome to the latest episode of Platform. Today we're going to be speaking to Luke Naylor. Now, I don't actually know a lot about Luke. Um, I think the first edit I've seen was the first one that he had just before he got a pro wheel from Securithane, And I remember being quite surprised that he was already getting a pro wheel when, yeah, basically I knew so little about him. But I know that he's been absolutely killing it on the real street circuit for quite a few years now. And in 2019, he brought out a really good section called Rabbit. He also had clips in Valo 6. I think he might even only have had one clip or two. Can't remember. And just recently, he released Rotation with Brian Weiss and Dakota Hult. And it was a local Detroit crew video that was really cool. And he had the last section in it. Basically, the guy can jump really high, loves a kink rail, loves a gap. And I kind of feel like we haven't seen what he's fully capable of yet. In real street events, he does just insane tricks like hurricanes down steep ass handrails. And then in sections, I've never kind of seen that level of skating from. Seen great skating, creative skating, but... I just feel like he's not kind of linked up with the right videographers yet, or he kind of seems like the guy that makes sections and just gets all his friends to randomly film and then compiles it all and puts it out himself. So basically just want to talk to him about, you know, the Detroit scene and how it's going these days, because it seems like it's quite small, either that or I'm just seeing a really small fragment of it. Um, but it seems like they've got quite a like small crew that are going about the city these days. Uh, talk about that. Talk about his sponsorship situation, because I think he's been flow for Valo before. And I think he's currently getting hooked up by them, but I'm not entirely sure. So we'll talk about that. What's going on with his other sponsors like Securethane. Basically, just try and find out as much as possible about him. And yeah, it's really interesting to speak to someone that I'm not as familiar with, because I feel like there's more opportunities to learn stuff. Before we get into that though, cue the music. How you doing, man? Good, good. Can you hear me okay?
1: Yeah. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah. Is that a a muzzle hat you're rocking?
1: Yeah.
0: Is is Sam hooking you up as well? He seems to have a fetish for American rollerbladers.
1: Oh, no. I actually bought this. All right. Okay. I just dug the hat. It's actually my favorite hat. Um, Fits well. That's, That's the biggest thing for me.
0: So we're second 60 seconds into this and we've already got a, a free promo for Muzzle. Sam's going to be delighted.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like his stuff, man.
0: Um, yeah, he's like, because he's before when he was doing Dirtbox, I don't know if you remember that, like he used to just basically send free product to everyone and like it seemed like no matter who I spoke to, where they were from in the world, they'd be like, oh yeah, Sam just has been sending me packages. So I was wondering if you're one of the people on his long list of get, getting freebies. Oh
1: no. Yeah, I've been buying it. All right. I buy a lot of stuff.
0: Uh, how's how's life treating you in Detroit Rock City? I've I've been desperate oh, to say stupid. that. I think I forgot to say it in Brian's, so I'm 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 just Yeah, I'm happy that I get to say it now.
1: Oh, yeah. It's uh it's pretty cold actually. We just got a cold spell. It snowed like 2 days ago
0: no way <laughs> all right
1: yeah and then like last weekend it was warm so it's just it's all over the place right now our spring is pretty uh pretty inconsistent i would say
0: is that is that common for detroit for it to snow this late in the year oh yeah yeah okay. it, it comes and
1: goes though like it might be cold right now but next week it could be in the 70s like
0: right it's very Sweetly.
1: um very inconsistent.
0: Yeah, so you guys have got even weirder weather than Scotland. That's that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, we get all the seasons and a few in between. We call it a third winter right now.
0: (laughs) Right. Okay.
1: There's uh, there's pre spring and then there's third winter and then there's spring spring, but um, that should be coming up soon.
0: Right. That, expl- that explains why it, it's it's harder for you guys to be productive in the streets then because you get such a small window to do it.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, and it's always weird after like not street skating all winter and then trying to like remember where all your spots are or like things <laughs> oh, will change over the winter and it'll just be different.
0: Right. So you guys don't you guys don't go like the Minnesota route and skate in the snow and just shovel up a shovel up a runway and a landing
1: oh man yeah i don't i don't know about all that if i was more motivated or if other people were into it i I'm, might I'm, go for it um yeah yeah I see chris farmer doing that yeah shredding in the snow i mean
0: and he's in his, his mid to I'm late 30s to
1: do it it's just like who wants to go out with me and, uh, no
0: no one know. no one is the answer no one wants to go out with you in that <laughs> weather
1: yeah, I think Brian will probably do it. He uh he shot some photos a couple years ago for one, like straight up in like February. Um, him and Chris Gerard did it and crushed it. Okay. But uh yeah, you just gotta be gotta be into it.
0: Yeah. I yeah, even in, even in my teenage years, I think if it was raining, I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm still up for going out. Or if it was windy, I'd be like, yeah. But if if there was several inches of snow on the ground, I'd be like, nah, not today.
1: Yeah. Plus, we have modern like.
0: This is true. You've got that massive, really nice skate park. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's great. Um, I actually just moved. I was in Royal Oak for a year, running a house for my cousin, and I was like straight up like eight minutes away from the skate park which was sweet
0: royal oak isn't that where michael oh god what was his name um we had him on the front cover oh uh...
1: thank you blair
0: that's the one is michael blair not did he not live in royal oak for a while
1: uh i don't know if he lived in royal oak he's i know he's from the west side of the state uh i think grand rapids is where he's from Because I used to live in Kalamazoo, which is like two hours west, and uh, I skated with Mike Mikey a few times.
0: Okay, that name just seemed familiar. So, one of it must someone must have brought it up before either Brian or Michael. I can't remember who I haven't spoken to that many guys from, yeah, from Detroit. So,
1: yeah, yeah, I I know, I know you're you talk with Brian a lot, and uh, yeah, that was the first platform episode I watched was Brian's.
0: Okay. Well, no understand. pressure. You you know you're the you're the second Detroiter on here, and you know Brian's yeah. was a good one. So uh, uh, no pressure, but I'm expecting big things.
1: Yeah, yeah. You got to get China on here. For, uh, I,
0: RC. I tried so hard. I have tried for. Yeah. I've tried to get an interview with her for at least two years and then oh, she just she wouldn't even like reply to my messages and then yeah. i thought i'd go the al route so i was like oh i'll put in a good word for me da, 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 like sweet talker and he's like no she's not like I, i'm not going to be able to make her do it either she just doesn't want the attention
1: yeah she's uh he's a little more reserved for sure um yeah definitely
0: yep so, so yeah oh
1: so, so good at skating though man
0: It's so good. That's that's why it's annoying. That's that's why I want her on. But yeah, if yeah, if she's really shy, then there's no point. Mm -hmm. Um so rotations just came out recently. You had the ender part in it. Um Mm -hmm. how long did you guys work on that for?
1: Uh all last year. So we started filming in I think April and then um probably went through to November, I want to say. Okay, good. But uh, I broke my elbow in September. So I was kind of out at that point. Um, But Brian and Coda were still like stacking clips.
0: How how did you break your elbow?
1: Uh, I was actually skating uh, in Port Huron. I was skating this down rail with uh, Zach Savage and uh, Hawk Trakler was actually filming. And I tried to like back fast slide this rail and I just straight up like clipped it on the way up like I jumped and my skate hit like the side of it and I yeah. kind of just flew to the ground broke okay. my elbow and,
0: so as in uh, as in broke the elbow or broke broke the ends off these two bits because I've done that before and that's horrible
1: it was a, a fracture on the radial head so like right. you know, somewhere in here it just cracked which I actually did that to my other elbow like three or four years ago at uh the king of cleveland contest okay um and then of course this is kind of weird but at that comp uh this year i actually fell really hard on my right elbow and i thought i broke it but i didn't and then a couple weeks later i actually broke this one It was just i don't know why just my elbows and that contest just
0: don't go well together. i think people have just got people have just got areas that they reg, regulate their like the danger zones for their body they just always hit them because mine mine is always yeah. like my hips and my thighs like without fail i will always have either bruises or cuts on on those areas oh, yeah, yeah um, for me i
1: guess it's my elbows so. right <laughs> Didn't so, too often but was the, the only time i've ever broken a bone was those two ever, yeah. 15 years of skating
0: well it didn't seem to slow you down because you still had like what well, was pretty much what like a four minute part yeah well you had the ender part in the video
1: it was actually short man it was only like two and a half minutes
0: was it all right okay i suppose yeah because yeah, well was brian's, sure brian's was quite big at the start
1: yeah brian got the most clips for sure um and yeah, it was just kind of like the song I chose was short, so right. I kind of just had to improvise with that. I had a little bit more footage, but uh, I just wanted to use like the stuff I liked the most. Um, okay. Yeah, it was it was short.
0: Um, I only watched it yesterday. I don't know why I've got such a like distorted vision of how it was brian's section quite surprised me normally normally brian goes like really tech and because he, he obviously filmed a section for wheel scene and i remember his part in um in feet and and mm. his viblox section and normally he's always coming out with, like the like the really difficult combos and in this one it seems like he went for like the strip down the strip down like basic like like the chair yeah, approach really to
1: it. back. yeah but i think that was just like the way we filmed it because, like, the whole video was just us hanging out. It wasn't like there wasn't any pressure there to really like film like the best part ever, you know? We okay. were just kind of having fun hanging out. And, uh, yeah, I felt like he kind of it was good for him to do that because he is always trying to like push the bar and
0: yeah, yeah, definitely really groundbreaking
1: yeah. stuff. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was good. It was very laid back and like. It kind of showed a little bit more of his goofy side, which I wanted to show people because he's like one of the funniest people I've ever met. Like, okay. amazing sense of humor. Like,
0: um, So was the intention to always make a video or were you guys just, you know, randomly gathering footage, like filming each other? And then after a while, you're like, oh, we've got quite a lot of stuff here.
1: I think we kind of decide on the video early on. But, like, maybe the first couple of sessions, we were just stacking. And then uh, we wanted to do the video, like, I think two years ago. And then we all just kind of, like, we're just try- kind of figuring out how to film well. And we all just wanted to do online parts in 2019. And then uh, this year, we were like, okay, we, we got our stuff together. Let's do the video. Um, and, yeah, it took a while to put out, too. We had kind of like the way Coda like captured the footage was a bit weird. He kind of uh just sent us like everything in one long video, so it's hard to like organize it. And I actually oh had to God, go through yeah. and like chop it all up. Yeah, that's I don't want to make on Coda, but like <laughs> that's that's what made it take longer. Um, yeah, that's
0: that's not the way to do it. Like you want the individual files because that's that's just adding another step to the process.
1: Oh yeah, he uh. He has like uh, a Sony FX seven, so it was like film, so right. he had to capture tapes and uh yeah, I don't think his computer has internet either or something weird, so it was just hard for him to like get the footage to us how we wanted it. Um, but I actually went through and literally chopped everything up and relabeled everything, and it took me like a day or two. but right. at that point it was a lot easier to do.
0: Yeah, because I remember when I spoke to Brian and he's like, Oh yeah, we've got a new project coming out. It's gonna be like about 10 minutes. And that was before Thanksgiving, or I'm sure it was around Thanksgiving. And he's like, Oh yeah, it's coming out like coming out like you know, anytime soon. And then oh, yeah. that didn't come out for months.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was he was gonna do it and then uh he just like got super busy with like work and whatnot. And uh he kind of like made something and then like looked at it and was like oh man, like, this is not how I thought this was going to turn out. And like, his vision was different. And then I kind of was like, well, I'm on, on unemployment. I'm not doing anything. I just broke my elbow. Like, let me do it. And I kind of like just started editing it all. And then I just went back and forth with Brian about what changes he wanted in the parts. and, uh, same with Coda too like right. I showed him a few different cuts and then we we just kind of all as a team talked about what we should change
0: okay and um so were you working
1: versions of it
0: right um so were you working before coronavirus is that like the reason what or did or like was that the reason why you because you said you were on unemployment or was that mm-hmm.
1: so I was um a chef at a banquet hall. It's right. in uh, Rochester Hills, Michigan, which is like one of the nicer suburbs. And, uh, it's a university town too. Okay. It's this uh school called Oakland university. And we, uh, we just like cater weddings and, uh, stuff like that. And then when the coronavirus hit, I've had no work at all. And they've just kept me on unemployment. Uh-huh. Like the whole time, like I've been getting paid since March, 2020.
0: That's like good. I,
1: I haven't had to work. I'm going back at the end of the month we're just doing small stuff now. Yeah. But it was, re- I've had, had like a great time because I've been getting all this free money <laughs> yeah. and I haven't had to do anything other than skate. And yeah. it's, it's been great.
0: Yeah. On a, on a work sabbatical to be like people, people normally save up money to go to take time off, like adult life to go and rollerblade and you, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, the world, the world just handed it to you instead. That's all right.
1: Yeah. It's, it's wild. I would have never ever expected anything like that to happen. And uh, yeah, it's funny. Cause like Coda like never stopped working. Like he's been working his uh, nine to five job the entire time. So he looks yeah. at me and he's like, Oh God, you know, like, <sighs> You can't wake up at nine in the morning and
0: come skate, you know. And I'm like, I sleep into eleven, man. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> yes. Um, so about your part, I was loving. I loved the the like ledge roll in to street gap. That was one of my favorite ones. I liked the the full cab alley at wall ride on the weird like. Some of the objects you guys get, I'm just so jealous of because they're so weird and random. That like pyramid wall ride thing that you skate. Um, and then the fence hop, it was like a fence hop, like misdirection topsole. So you're going one way, bash the fence, come back and topsole the ledge. Yeah, I was I was loving those. That was it's it's very rare that you get a clip that like surprises you, like when the clip starts and you watch it and you think one thing's gonna happen and then like it just goes completely differently. Like when you hit the fence, there was no way I thought you were going to hit the fence to then grind the ledge afterwards.
1: Oh yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, that spot was in Detroit and we used to skate it, uh, for Friday night skate back in the day. And then uh, they actually put that fence up. So everybody was like, okay, it's not a spot anymore. Now there's a fence in the way. And, uh, yeah, we were just sessioning those little like green rails. I think Brian just posted a clip. He like jumped in between them to zero born down one of them. Okay. And like that's all at the same spot. And uh I actually like saw Parker Richardson do that and his like dead wheels edit. He like went up a bank and kicked a fence to top. The oh floor.
0: yeah, yeah. So he does. It's like a wall rail. So, like, yeah. Yeah. Then
1: it popped in my head when I saw that, and I was like i'm gonna give that one a go and
0: uh, that was also uh, a very good shout out uh,
1: parker for that because that part was so good yeah Um, that's what gave me the idea honestly was hitting a fence to grind
0: right yeah that was
1: was, the other stuff like the roll and the alley ball ride were in port Huron, which is is like a a port town it's kind of on the east side by the water okay um, that's where it's kind of around where Luke Rappa is from. I don't,
0: know if you Luke Rappa. I don't think so.
1: He's uh, he's another skater from Michigan who has the same name as me, is the same age, and he rips too, right? Uh, yeah, you should maybe check his stuff out. Get Luke,
0: Luke Rappa, so like R A P P A.
1: Yeah, he's uh, Raptar on Instagram,
0: all right. <laughs>
1: But yeah he's he's shreds man he's okay. uh he's from Algonac, which is like five port here yeah but okay. he he showed me a few spots out there that were sweet
0: so did you travel like much for the video or is it mostly filmed in just detroit and like surrounding areas or like you know e- easily to commute to areas
1: oh uh, we actually drove around a lot right uh, brian lives in downtown detroit and uh yeah, at the time, I lived in Royal Oak, and Coda lived in Ferndale, so we were, like, north of Detroit, and kind of the suburb area, and, uh, yeah, I'd say maybe, like, half of it was in Detroit, but we did drive to other cities, because, uh, we just wanted some fresh spots, basically. We went to Port Huron, um, then there's Pontiac, Michigan, which is, like, the ghetto of the north, I guess you could say. Okay kind of northern it's like like detroit's down here and then there's like ferndale royal oak madison heights and then north is like rochester hills and pontiac and like pontiac's kind of hood like downtown pontiac it's pretty ghetto up there so there's a lot of cool spots over there and it's probably like 30 minutes north of where brian lives and then uh and we actually went to Toledo, Ohio, too, for a day. Okay. After Brian got his ender, like that grass roll to Soul grind. Yeah. Which was crazy. Like, he talked about doing it, and I was like, what? And then he just went for it, straight up rolled on grass.
0: Uh Yeah. And, and Medina told me when Brian went out like to stay with him in texas and filmed in such a short period he was like basically you can just take like you can take him anywhere and he'll just deliver he's like just that guy that yeah any oh, spot yeah. like switch natural doesn't matter if it's tech he's like god if it's a bigger trick he would just keep if he gets hurt he would just keep going and i was like yep kind of and then when they showed me the section i was like yep that it definitely seems like that okay right fair enough so that doesn't yeah, surprise he's, me at he's all
1: man dude Yeah yeah he's probably like the best street skater in detroit definitely right now like he he's, can he can yeah. manhandle spots like, he's yeah.
0: amazingly underrated why yeah
1: I, you know, dude like i don't know i know me and china are tight and we're good but like i i see brian as like the best skater in detroit honestly
0: okay you mentioned china i was going to ask about her why why wasn't she in the video
1: uh i think she's been going through a lot with a knee injury like she has a very serious knee injury Right. So she actually hasn't been skating as much as she wants to um but i don't know like i don't really skate with her that often um koda skates with her more than i do but she kind of like i don't think she really likes filming street that much
0: I don't she, know. she's made a bunch she of street does, sections
1: but she's she i feel like she would rather work with like al um, okay that's kind of they kind of have their own like thing going on as far as like filming her parts so i I don't really know i think a lot of it just had to do with the uh the injury um, right. i would like to film china more um the last time i did was when we filmed that 909 detroit edit yeah that was the last time I like really got clips with China, and uh, I think we were all just super hype on the skates, really. Um, and yeah, Coda was like, "Yeah, we're making the set it like," and he just planned it all out, and we uh, we crushed it that day. That was, that was a great day.
0: So, are there like are there different are there different crews in Detroit that just you know hang about like with each other? Because I kind of got the impression, and I don't know whether that's just from like the limited stuff i'm seeing on social media or the videos that you guys make that there just weren't that many skaters in detroit anymore or like it wasn't that big of a scene anymore and or is that just the impression i'm getting because you guys Um, there's
1: so many people in detroit it's actually crazy um
0: but they're not like i mean as in like other other people making like videos and stuff like that
1: Uh there's a few other people that are actually like street skating and filming Um, okay I guess, like, our crew is probably the most well-known because, um, I don't know, we traveled a lot, went to, like, powwow and uh, all that, and, like, most of us have competed in bitter cold. But, um, yeah, there's this dude, Matt Young, who lives in Ann Arbor, which is, like, an hour away from here, also a college town. And he uh, he came out with a video of him and his friends. And then other than that, it's kind of us. And yeah, I basically film everybody. And then Al right. also films people.
0: Um, when, he's, when he's not building DIY skate parks, he seems obsessed yeah. with those. Like, it seems like he's putting all his spare money and free time into building these things because I just keep seeing he him. He loves
1: it. He yeah. He <laughs> loves it. Um,
0: he seems dedicated.
1: Oh, yeah, he definitely is. I think he just it's just what he likes to do other than uh like filming skating really um that's just how al has always been man he wants to like um uh, <clears throat> help other people kind of do their thing um because he, he used to own a skate shop octona
0: that's day. yeah i remember that yeah
1: so he's yeah he's just passionate about skating and, and doing things for other people um yeah, you saw Bish guys, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Looks good. That was I was gonna ask you about that. What how come how come it was just a Cody a Coda a and Brian affair? Why why did you no, not it was, have any? Footage it was
1: right when I broke my elbow right. they they started filming that. So I was Oh so was, they
0: start they filmed that a while back then. Yeah. Right.
1: They started filming literally like I broke my elbow and then I came out a few times to just like watch hang out at the skate park. Down there, and yeah, that's when they started filming that. Um, actually, Coda and Al had already been filming it when Brian jumped in. So, like, it was sp- originally like Coda and Al were gonna make a part, and then uh, Brian just completely on his own just hit up Al about it, and he was like, Yeah, I'm making something with Coda, you want to be part of it, and uh, that's how that went down
0: right because i was going to say because coda stuff and rotation was good but the stuff in bish guys was like it just felt like he looked a lot more comfortable in that terrain like he was getting a lot more mm-hmm. technical and i'm guessing does he come from like a park background or does he just prefer to skate because he he looked a lot more confident in that environment than he, do, than he does on street
1: uh i would say so we all yeah. kind of grew up in the skate park uh i remember like being really young and skating with coda we uh we actually made a video in 2010 it was called rmnsb um our friend scott dada made it and he had a section in that and then he actually like quit skating i think from like 2015 to like 2018 or something he just stopped skating altogether and then he kind of came back and uh yeah he definitely skated different in that project i felt like he kind of embraced more of his own style with more like technical moves
0: yeah it was creative as hell and he, he's got like he's got all those like cess slides into the back into the transitions there was like faky fives getting thrown all over the place yeah
1: he, he loves the garnish, <laughs> oh,
0: the garnish. i like the, yeah the
1: him, dude that guy's yes. awesome
0: but it's it's like the ultimate level of showing off. Like you can do a tech trick or you can do a big trick, but if you can do like a little shuffle or something out of it, that shows that there's that there's there's an extra level to it. It's basically just like, yeah, it's, it's extreme showing off. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's,
1: yeah, he's good at that. And uh, yeah, before it was done, Brian was like, yeah, I think a lot of people are going to like uh, how Kota skated because it's yeah. very like the new age style you know lots of ses slides and finesse kind of tricks um and i felt like he he was into it more i think he was more into Bish guys than he was like filming for rotation um, right because he's just he's just trying to like come up and skating right now and, and do his thing and uh yeah he he uh he skated well
0: yeah like when
1: he's he's getting better and uh I would say also like we filmed rotation before bish guys so he had all summer filming and then that was kind of like started to get cold and we all kind of were like all right let's make this happen before winter comes and that kind of gives you that extra push to like film more
0: well plus he's like he's he's had the training and all summer on the streets and then once he gets back in the park he's like ready to ready to let loose because you know all, all, all the the legs are doing what you want them to do. The feet are landing in the right position. You're feeling confident in your skates. So yeah, of mm-hmm. course it's gonna it's gonna go good. All right, okay. Um, before rotation, the last thing I'd seen of you was valo six, which I never thought valo six was gonna see the light of day. And I oh
1: my god, me either, dude. But uh, I definitely
0: didn't. I was surprised to see a clip. You, you had one clip yeah. in there, right?
1: Yeah, literally, that was yeah. that.
0: But the, the clip that you had was fucked up like there must have been okay. like what
1: 15, That was a hard trick
0: man. 12 or 15 topsails like because you're basically doing like topsoe hop topsail so hop topsoil over all those little like i don't know what you would call them bolts or joints or whatever that was no one would see that and go skate spot
1: oh yeah i uh was in brooklyn new york we were all there i thought from-
0: it was in new york right okay and uh yeah i
1: think it was like seven topsails But uh, I actually saw a skateboarder skating that spot. We were just hanging out, walking around Brooklyn. And the skateboarder, like, he did, like, a back tail and then, like, bashed the stairs. And I was like, whoa, that spot's sweet. And kind of, like, when I was a little bit younger and I started street skating, I wanted to, like, skate spots that I knew, like, no skateboarder could touch, like, I know it's kind of a funny thing to say but like I always wanted to like really push it that way and uh, that mentality kind of hit me there I was like I want to do like the entire rail jump over all these weird caps
0: yeah no no skateboarder is doing that because it's yeah I'm pretty sure sure that's physically impossible on a skateboard yeah
1: and uh, we were all hanging out I think it was a day or two after the comp and uh,
0: actually was was, was after it was after was it after, like, a Boshy Pope skate-off? or?
1: Yeah, it was, right. like, a day or two after. I think it was Monday. It was the Monday after. And uh, they were actually talking to Brian. I think, like, Victor or Be free or somebody was talking to B-Weiss. And uh, we went and linked up with them just to hang out and skate a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I just kind of was, like, looking at the rail. And Yvonne was like, you going to do it, dude? <laughs>
0: <laughs> am, I, girl, am I, yeah, yeah do i need to get set up what's what's going on here yeah
1: yeah and it was it was a struggle man i i ate shit a bunch of times um, i'm not surprised that looks yeah, like the kind I of thing it, like it was it was rough but uh
0: did you split it
1: uh no right just, just hit it i got like a bruise um but yeah all those dudes there were like juiced me up uh victor and b free were like tell me how to do it they were like you gotta like look, look at the end of the rail and kind of just go through it and uh yeah i was so stoked when i landed it and it was and, just cool to be around all those dudes it right. just kind of happened naturally
0: so like how many how many attempts or like how long do you think it took to do that because that that doesn't look like the kind of thing that gives gives it up easy that uh, looks like you have to earn it
1: I'm trying to remember probably like a good like half hour at least Right. But like I just kept going for it. So I was like, I want to get it done. And uh, yeah, probably like a half hour.
0: Um, that's that's not that long. Okay.
1: Um, Maybe an hour. I don't, I don't really remember exactly how long it took, but yeah, I remember Broscow said something too. He was like, he was like, I could do that, but it would take me too long. Like, you no, know, so I just thought it was good.
0: Well, I mean, you know he there's there's very little that he can't do on the streets so yeah. like, him saying that is kind of like you're like yeah well we know
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel like he would want to do it like so like perfectly you know yeah but um yeah and then john john vasuki backsided this other rail there just straight up through all the knobs which was nuts like just smashed them like which is
0: crazy. Yeah. I That
1: um, was when, like one of the first times I skated with that dude too, and he's he's nuts.
0: Yeah, he, he's, he's a
1: very unpredictable skater for sure.
0: Yeah, he seems like another person that will literally just try anything just to see if it's possible.
1: Yeah. That his trick is crazy too, man. Like through the knobs was insane. Like
0: um, so were you were you ever like skating for Valo? Because I felt like there was a period where every time I saw you skate, you had a different pair of Valo skates on. So I didn't know whether you were buying them or whether they were just like hooking you up with like free product or was anything going on there?
1: Uh, no, I actually was not getting hooked up on Valo. Um, I think at the time he was sending Don skates um, yeah. and like I was just probably like just on the verge of trying to get on to Valo. And like I got that clip for them, but yeah, uh, that's when i think he started transitioning into them skates but uh when the sean dar skate came out that's when them started hooking me up
0: i was gonna and ask about that well, because... through
1: modern too so like zach who uh does all the ordering for the rollerblade stuff at modern uh he he sent him an email and he was like yo can luke get some skates and then every every time they order they hook me up with a pair
0: right so because you and China are getting free skates from them, is that right? Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Yeah, he. Uh, I'm. I'm just through modern. He like sent one pair to China. I think through modern, but she's like getting them direct now. Okay. I think she's more like. I guess like a higher rank than me i don't know <laughs> i'm just i'm just the shop flow kid at this point
0: hey you know free skates are free skates there's yeah
1: I, i'm i'm still stoked about it man uh,
0: plus i like what
1: they're doing um i like the skates most importantly i'm not uh i'm not too particular i don't like look down on anybody who doesn't skate them or anything i just if the skates fit your feet skate them you know that's what it's all about they're comfortable yeah and they're perfect for my feet so i
0: love them yeah um yeah,
1: no, no foot pain no pressure points it's all good Yeah. but the volos killed my feet not gonna lie the volo cool. lights were rough on the toes
0: you skated volo lights
1: yeah i actually i skated size seven volo lights and i took like a dremel and i like dremeled out the toe of the carbon shell to make them.
0: Thin. I didn't know. I didn't so know fun. Valo lights had a toe. I thought Valo lights were open shell at the front, aren't they?
1: They kind of do. It's just like the very, the very front of the shell. Like there's like a lace on top, but like just my toe would just kind of hit, like my toenail would hit like the very edge of it. So I yeah. had to shake that down, and it worked pretty well. But they still kind of would hurt my feet.
0: Yeah, I used to skate the regular Valo shells and I've got massive feet, so I used to basically coat, like, toe cut, like, the entire front section off to the point where it was just flat at the front and it just, it made the skate, like, degrade so much quicker. Yeah,
1: the shells get a little floppy It reminded me of skating uh, SSMs because, like, I would do the same thing. I would, like, modify the skate boot underneath the skin, which I think I thought those ran a little bit bigger in size, but the seven eight shell is perfect for me. So I'm like a true like seven and a half. Like eight eight nine shells are usually too big. All right, and the six sevens are usually too small. So yeah,
0: it's like um, literally
1: perfect for my feet.
0: All right, um. So you're getting hooked up with free skates through Modern. Are you are you still skating for sick thing?
1: Yep we're on kind of like a hiatus right now because of corona i think really pushed our production back so what would have taken eight weeks to drop a wheel is now taking eight months which is just awful for us yeah and uh yeah we came out with those andrew broom wheels with like the super bullet profile um which i like wasn't a fan of skating a mana rocker, but I got a pair of solar frames and I've been skating flat on those, and they're amazing for flat rocker setups. Right. But right now, like we don't have wheels. Like, right. Yeah, I, I
0: thought that because I. We I got, don't we got think the...
1: stuff that works though. I think two new wheels should come out at the end of May. But yeah, production's just been bad. They've, not
0: that. Not that long. All right.
1: Been taking forever.
0: Um. Yeah, because I remember, like, I think it was the second ever section I saw of you, and it was your probio promo. And I remember being like, "Okay, what?" I just remember thinking, "This is." I don't know whether I was, like thought it was premature, or random, or what, but I think I'd literally seen like I think it was your 2017 edit or something like that, or was that after?
1: Now got taken down, man. Vimeo deleted
0: it. I looked for it. Yeah, I looked for it the other yeah. night, and it's not there. And I'm pretty sure that was the only other thing I'd seen. And I was like, okay. And sick have done that a few times. Like they've given wheels to people that you know I've just been lesser familiar with, or I didn't like. They gave one to Anthony Gallagos and I wasn't even sure Mm -hmm. that that, because I hadn't seen anything of him for like a while before that. I wasn't even sure if he was still skating. Then all of a sudden, he's got a pro wheel. Were you Were you surprised to get like to be offered a pro wheel because you couldn't have been on sick urethane that long? And then they're like, "Hey, do you want do you want your own pro wheel?"
1: (laughs) Yeah. uh, Well. It kind of just happened naturally, I feel like, from my perspective. Uh, I met Kevin at the James Shore Memorial Session, and he, uh, he just sent me a message and was like, yo, dude, I want to put you on our AM team and give you wheels. And then I want to say a couple years later, he was like, yeah, let's do a wheel. And uh, for me, what really worked out was my sister does graphic design, and she, like, crushes it and it's really really good so she made me that graphic literally in like two weeks which like talking to kevin he said to get other people's stuff done like took months like and she just did it in two weeks
0: yeah well because i imagine that was
1: another another side of it like right so i could get the graphic done and like he actually liked it and was like okay this is going to work and that helped kind of expedite the process um but, yeah, I had a few parts, but um, my no. video got deleted, so it's all gone. I had, like, yeah. a sweet Savage profile on there, too, and I was bummed about Um uh, But a lot of that stuff was filmed with just DSLRs, which uh, at the time, I, like, just started to get into filming, and I didn't understand, like, the difference between that camera and, like, a camcorder. And then I bought my first camcorder, I want to say, in, like, 2017. And then I feel like from that point on the filming, has just gotten better.
0: That's what I wanted to ask you about, because I want to know what became of, what was his name? The guy that made your pro skate, your pro wheel, promo Kevin, Kevin Lebeau, or what does he still yeah, skate? He,
1: uh, he doesn't skate that much, but he, he still skates. He uh, got a full-time job as an electrician. Right. So, he, I think he works five days a week, and then he's on call on the weekends. So, he just works so much. And then he he comes out and skates, and he buys skate stuff all the time. Um, I skated with him a couple of weeks ago in Ann Arbor. But he, uh, me and Brian always joke, and we say he's a healthy scratch because he, like, just, like, will bail all the time because there's something else going on.
0: Fair enough. Um, yeah, I've, I've got a bone to pick with that Pro that pro Wheel promo because I don't know yeah. what, what he did with the settings or what was going on with the camera, but pretty much the the camera is shaking in every clip. It's like he left on um, yeah. the image stabilizer or something with the fisheye, but it is like, I remember the first time I watched it being like, this could make you feel like dizzy
1: oh man yeah definitely got ragged on for the filming um <laughs> you know but i don't know i think he just kind of like just really just was doing it all himself and he never really had anybody else to be like okay this needs to look like this um which like i didn't even know either i was just kind of like point the camera at me let's do tricks yeah. um yes yeah, i didn't really under- i didn't really grasp like that either when i was younger um and then like skating with with people like Brian, Brian would be like, okay, like this is how you should film this, and he kind of showed me the way as far as filming good goes. Right. And
0: it then really- obviously
1: we got better cameras because the yeah. DSLR is not great for long lens at all because the zoom you don't really have it. And then fisheye, like it's not as much of a bubble as like a giant seventy-two millimeter
0: lens. This is true. Who made? And, uh- Who made the the 2017 edit? Because that had the same problem as well. That also had like the really violently shaky fisheye clips.
1: Uh, I think Brian filmed that one. Did he? It was, I was skating the black and white Volos, right?
0: I just, I just remember all the fisheye clips had the weird thing where the vignette kept moving about.
1: Oh yes, probably image stabilization. Cause we filmed that with like, I had literally the shittiest uh, Rebel T1 camera. Right. Off my friend Paul for a hundred bucks. Okay. And it had just like a Raconan fish eye. It was just a very basic setup. And uh yeah, we were just it's, it's, it it's
0: all making sense now, right? The, yeah. the the early days of picking up the camera and the the steep learning curve. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh like anything the first like four years I filmed looked like dog shit. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, now
1: I'm like, fuck, why didn't I like he used the homie's VX? Uh but I actually have a section on this filmed on the VX that came out in twenty fifteen. It was for uh the FID video. I don't know if you know oh, I've seen I've
0: seen that. Yeah, because I only discovered all weirdly, I only discovered all that stuff when you put it on your YouTube. Cause I seen okay. the, the FID one. Was that the one that had the hurricane topsoil on the ledge? Was that that one?
1: Uh I think so.
0: And then cause then you had the what's the the gatto one or the uh, oh donate gato that's it
1: yeah well the fid video came out like way back when and uh zach who who runs fid he uh he refuses to put it on the internet it, it's just like you have to have the dvd and that's it kind of thing so that so, one so you like, just went around and put your, put your section one. up
0: anyway surely he's got to be yeah. pissed about you just putting putting your section up
1: yeah i didn't i never put it up though i think you're thinking of a different part
0: um, No, that it's on youtube
1: uh, he, I, what, he I watched a three it. Part
0: I watched whatever one has that name. It, I watched it on your on YouTube today.
1: The Gato one. Yeah. Oh, that was just my video. Right. His his thing he filmed with the VX was like came out in 2015 and it was just only on DVD. It premiered at Motortown.
0: I'm sure you've got an FID section up on YouTube from two. Th- I want to say it's from 2018.
1: Yeah. I have a, a Halloween one that we made that was DSLR footage too. So it's probably shaky. And then uh, I have like an old profile of me skating razors. That was like, that, that's it. I'm
0: I've seen that them. one yet.
1: That one had a lot of EX footage. And then uh, our buddy Andre, I think had like a, a Canon 5D or something.
0: Right. Uh, so is FID still going?
1: Yeah, it's still live, but, um, it's kind of turning into another thing, but, uh, basically in the beginning it was me and Brett Ervis and, uh, our friend Nate and our friend Zeb, that was kind of the crew. And then, uh, we filmed the video and it was like Brett's like first official street part. And then he actually died like literally two months later. Okay. So he, he got by a car skating and died and that kind of just washed us out basically and made us yes. yeah things a lot of things changed after that and the crew is never really like the same and we uh we filmed like more stuff but i don't think zach uh ever like captured it and started editing all of it and just kind of is just chilling on tapes right now but uh, yeah after brett died it just kind of wasn't the same
0: well yeah like understandably as well like if you guys all started it together it's just gonna bring back yeah just basically Mm -hmm. just gonna be make you sad or it's kind of painful memory essentially yeah
1: yeah it was it was like that in the beginning i mean now it's it's a different energy um he still makes shirts and he wants to do another video and we uh we put savage on the team and then Savage had, like, a one-minute part, and it was pretty good. But he just he's just too busy right now to film because he works full-time at Modern, and, like, he teaches private skate lessons there. He puts all the stuff on eBay for them, and he runs, like, all the rollerblading orders, too.
0: Right.
1: So he's just so slammed he can't just, like, film a video on his two days off, you
0: know? Yeah. So but- do, do, like... Is do a bunch of bladers work at modern or did, do they have many? It's, staff? Just,
1: it's just Zach at this right. point, he's like the only one. Um, but it seems, it seems like they get the, a lot of
0: skate stuff in at the shop, no?
1: Oh, yeah, lots of it. And he's he straight up does all of like the most important stuff for your rollerblading scene, and people yeah. don't know that he like literally sells everybody their skates, teaches lessons to kids, like and everything like that so he's like doing some of the most important stuff for a scene that is just nobody would know you know and like there are so many people that pop up at modern like i was just there last night and there was like four people i've never seen before in my life rollerblading like there's actually a pretty healthy amount of people skating
0: so and there's like the, all of it- them buy
1: their skates from zach at modern like yeah he's the dude there
0: so there's like a decent there's a decent skate scene well inline skate scene at the skate park
1: oh yeah especially uh in the winter like it's always kind of been like an indoor skate park thing that's what draws people in Is it's the middle of winter and they go to the skate park and they don't want to skateboard so they're like i'm gonna try rollerblading and uh yeah it's definitely there um, all right
0: I, no yeah because i would have thought more kids would want to get onto scooters obviously because you know they oh, yeah, popular and their friends have them and it's just a lot more accessible and easy to get It's,
1: into. A, lot, it's a lot of older adults i would right. say a lot of people over 25 i would say ah, right, um, yeah. there, there's a few kids here and there but they're definitely like either like die hard kids or they, they're gonna quit in like a month you know
0: okay so, like, you, you mentioned Zach Savage. Did you guys, like, grow up skating together? or Because he kind of seems like he's got a bit of a different vibe to, like, the rest of the guys that you hang out with. Oh,
1: yeah. he, uh, He's, I want to say, three years younger than me. Okay. He's, like, our, our little brother growing up. Um, he started popping up around Modern, I think, in, like, 2013. And he was just, like, this little grom. But he was super bad. He would like he was like thirteen years old, and he would like smoke cigarettes and just be like a little badass.
0: He, he seems yeah. to have that kind of that kind yeah. of energy. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, and he was he was good, man. He could do like three souls when he was a kid, and he uh yeah, I kind of just like put him under the wing and and started filming him, and I got him to film this first like street part, and uh, he got on razors.
0: I was about to say, did you? Did you? I remember he had a Razors part out online mm-hmm. a few years back. Did you film that, or I can't remember yeah, who filmed I made it,
1: it, and then Vimeo deleted me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that part a lot. He he really crushed it. Um, uh, it was right when he got those like light gray colored SLs.
0: Yep, I remember.
1: And uh, yeah, he's like very, very naturally talented. Or like I, I always joke them like he doesn't try that hard because he can just he, he just does things and if like he has to like try it a bunch of times he's like not he'll he'll give up
0: <laughs> right, okay
1: but, like brian will literally try a trick 59 times you know until he does it how he wants to and then savage just like he'll get it within five tries perfectly somehow like it's wild
0: yeah because he's very, very
1: talented very
0: okay yeah yeah because he seems to be getting a lot of recognition at the moment obviously he got on gods and um, mm-hmm. i see he's been hanging about with the ghetto community guys quite a bit and going to new york and stuff like that and filming and he's obviously now got a wheel with gods as well so it seems like yeah he's mm-hmm. kind of moving he's up on the rank. come up yeah mm-hmm. he, uh
1: yeah the, the gods thing is funny because uh he was on razors and then uh paul john came to delta city and uh, I actually was talking to Paul about the God skates and how they were. And he actually like asked me if I wanted to skate for them. And I was like, at the time I told him I was skating bottles, but I wasn't getting skates. And then he was like, he's like, you want to skate for gods? Like, and I, I kind of like thought about it and I was like, not really for me, but I yeah, was like, that, Dude, you that, need that... to put Savage on. I was like, put Savage on. He's the perfect kid. For your brand like he is like the, gr- the perfect image for gods
0: yeah you you've been on there would that would look a bit weird
1: yeah I've, i feel the <laughs> same way i don't i don't really like the the carbon skates they they make my ankles hurt i could i couldn't do it
0: yeah him him been on it more, seems like yeah definitely a better fit yeah
1: yeah and he uh he like uh he met frankie and like him and frankie are like boys so he like it just worked out perfectly like that whole crew and him vibe really well and uh yeah i think he might get a skate really i think he might yeah oh huh. i hope he does i hope so when he, he gets a skate but yeah i'm still
0: I'm, I'm still just so confused about the whole gods thing because you know frankie's telling everyone it's skater owned but it's, it's very obviously a carbon boot and power st- power slide you know make them so i'm just so yeah. confused about the setup about it or whether they just buy the skates off power slide or like
1: i think it's it's kind of like vola was i think where it's like, like john was the manager like the brand manager there yeah. he like was in control but rose like actually made the skates i think it's the same kind of uh agreement not in there
0: yeah it, yeah that's it and, and like feels... john kind
1: of did the same thing where he's like follows like skater own it's my thing and uh it was a partnership i mean that's it's the same situation as that i feel like
0: well that's not technically true because okay. when john when john first started Vallo, and um, he had the daily bread interview and he openly admitted that roses approached him and said we want to start a brand and we want you to like you know be in charge of okay. it so he was very open from the outset that Rosie's called the shots but he was oh, in yeah. charge he was in charge of the branding the that the team. Beginning of
1: all of four too yeah now that i think about it which yeah, yeah. that video like changed my life
0: but Frankie's very much said from the start that it's a skater-owned venture and that, you know, he's in charge. Okay. But I'm just like, I don't understand how you can be char- in charge when your previous sponsor is the one making the skates. Unless it's like...
1: I'm pretty sure he Well, he's, he makes all the decisions, I think.
0: Yeah, it, it seems I, I more like know. he's a brand manager mean, than an owner.
1: Yeah. I don't really know what the whole deal is. But yeah. I know that definitely, Zach, like, had, had to communicate with frankie directly to get skates like i know how that's that's how it was him and tim are, are definitely running it all right i think he he goes to tim to get skates for sure and then i think tim actually like picked him up from frankie when they were in la um because he actually got the wrong size skates and then we had to meet up with uh i think it was erod to get a different pair. But it was like between those three dudes it was like tim and then frankie and then erod but like they got zach skates all together like they kind of like passed the skates around i think and then that, we that, we have to be in long beach and we we stopped by at erod's and got the skates for him
0: okay that all sounds very confusing but fair it, enough. it was very confusing
1: <laughs> um
0: we you kind of touched on it, but I forgot to ask. Why so like Al's obviously been filming for years and is very like active in the blading community and you know has filmed street sections with China before. How come Al's never filmed a section for you? Or has he? And I've just not seen it?
1: Uh it just never happened. Um Al like I, w- I always worked with other people. Um Al did talk about wanting to do a bishop part with me, um, which I would do it. Um, but with Al, he's very like he just kind of has his own vision of things, and to like collaborate with him is a bit different because he wants to do it like kind of more his way. Um, whereas like all the people I work with, it's always been like 50 50 or like whoever's like skating calls the shots, really, right? So that's kind of why. And like, I've never approached him to make anything, but so it'd be, be sweet to do it. I want to do it at some yeah. point
0: so you just mean like as in you've got a kind of strong vision of the kind of music you would like to use or the the oh, way yeah. you would like it edited and you... i'm
1: pretty hard-headed about stuff right yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the same way so yeah i don't would know you if we get... about heads or like but yeah, with we... the dish guys thing they all kind of like did it together like al coda and brian were all talking about what they wanted to do um but, yeah, I've never, like, directly asked him to do stuff for me or, like, vice versa. But I don't really, like, talk to Al really that much. I see him, like, on Wednesdays when he does the Bishop sessions. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll go skate when he tells everybody to come skate. But I'm the only person I really hit up when I go film is Brian. Um, Brian and Coda. And, I'm like, Savage will hit me up to skate. And that's about it. I don't really go out of my way to skate with other people that much but if somebody like wants to skate with me i'll do it um, and i like filming anybody too i'm not like particular about who i film i'll film anybody who asks me to film the clip
0: yeah but you just like to keep the crew small like i think i think that's the kind of yeah. thing with most as as, people, Like stuff yeah yeah i think a lot of people as you get older like when you're younger you literally just skate with anyone just because you're happy to have people to skate with and then i think Mm. as you just get older you realize who you have you get on better with or you just have more fun with or you have more in common with and you just think well i don't want to have to try as hard to accommodate you know either a large group of people or people that i might not just have that much in common with or a shared interest other than skating and then you realize who that who you're basically happy to travel in a car with for hours and you know actually can make conversation with
1: oh yeah yeah definitely me and brian are definitely the tightest as far as skating and filming goes we get along the best i would say they're both just kind of on the same we have like very similar like visions i guess of what we want our skating to be and uh yeah, like even like with the camera, like I I would rather film with my camcorder with the fisheye lens than uh, Al's got some like other rigs. I think he has like a camera, but it's like four K and like yeah. He just like films like nine different angles of one trick, you know. And I'm like two is good for me.
0: <laughs> You're like I'm, I don't want to do this again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, he's he's got more of like a cinematic vision
0: yeah, and I'm yeah more, i think like, that's I'm it, just you,
1: a skater i want to film it how like a skater film
0: it. yeah I mean, you look as if you're like more for like the rough and ready you know let's let's get, get this it. stacked yeah
1: but maybe i need to get more particular man because my old dslr parts are shaky you
0: know <laughs> i just <laughs> but, I was, all the I new just stuff can
1: think... be filmed good so right. I got i got a new part already in the works um it's it's filmed good so you've got a new product yeah how, how
0: how far how far into it are you how much have you got
1: uh probably i want to say like five or six days filming i want to do another video but i kind of want to drop apart
0: so. yeah i i don't i don't care how many days you've been filming how much footage have you got
1: oh a couple minutes
0: that's that's you yeah. know
1: it's just this year like so far but um I get kind of particular when I start editing. So I'm like, some tricks I'm like, yeah, I don't care after like putting it in with everything else.
0: Right. So you think so, you that
1: I'm like really juiced about already. Like the other day, I did this uh, switch sole to topsail at this like spot, it was on like a wall rail to like this windowsill ledge. And, like, I don't know, any anytime I can do something Switch, like, I get juice.
0: Yeah, my Switch game's terrible. So, yeah, anyone that can I'm do I'm trying
1: it. to get tight. It, <laughs> anyway. It's like, I would, like, you probably have to be very, like, nerdy almost to notice it. But, like, when I watch, like, Broskow's parts, he does stuff so well switch you don't even realize it was switch you know and like i always know immediately i'm like okay that was that was switch like I'm and so don like, would do it too don was really good at skating yeah
0: too. yeah um i've actually there's only recently i've noticed that brosco's got a slight chink in his armor and i can't remember whether it's the true acid or alley acid. but there's one see the recent one that greg preston made there's a line that he does and I'm sure at the end he either does a true acid or an acid, and it's definitely switch and you can tell it's switch because it's not as steady as these other ones and it's one of the few times oh, yeah. I've seen him do a trick where I've been like, you actually like, you showed like a sign of weakness there, that is rare. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Don
1: Don calls it raw, he's like that was raw, you know, if it's not like completely perfect. Yeah, Which, which I actually like it, I don't like when stuff's like way too polished um, I actually kind of like raw skating because it just it has more character
0: i think it's it's quite funny you should mention that because i was talking about this with a friend the other night and basically saying how i appreciate the fact that brian aragon is technically very gifted and you know can do incredibly hard tricks and can do really big tricks but i just never got excited watching his parts because it was almost too clinical and too clean and too well perfect which is weird because you could say the same thing about brosco's skating like everything he does is very dialed in and very like mm-hmm. very fluid but yet for some reason i find his skating very appealing even though he is also very technical also goes very big and and lands his tricks incredibly cleanly so mm-hmm. it's it's kind of weird how you hold different skaters to different standards or like they can have similar attributes but it's packaged differently so you appreciate it more or something
1: yeah, I feel like, well, Brasco has, like, a different vision, and he's very, like, I don't know, particular about the spots he skates, where I feel like Aragon's just trying to, was just trying to do tricks. But it's hard to say, because Aragon stopped, you know? I like think the has a lot to do with it as well,
0: yeah.
1: If Aragon I... would have continued, his skating might have changed, actually, which I think would be interesting. Like, what if Aragon got more, like, got weird. tech or, like new age with the skating
0: and you know he'd be so good at it like oh i mean um, like and he's, he was one of those guys that no matter what he tried he would get good at so if he wanted to start doing yeah. toe rolls into all the grounds he would have he been could, able to do all the toe rolls yeah yeah but
1: yeah it's, it's not uh-huh.
0: um but yeah it's just that was yeah a funny funny like thing that came up there a day um so it's Uh, Well, you mentioned like your close friendship with Brian. I'm about to throw it into Jeopardy in two minutes, but I'll I'll ask you about something else first because we're going to segue into that. So Um, I didn't know you as like the guy that made sections. I knew you as the guy that did really well at real street comps because I would see all these like competition montages and you always seem to be getting in like the top three or getting into the finals or like having big tricks at the finals. So like I'm guessing you must really enjoy skating in those types of events Mm -hmm.
1: yeah I always like contests but I'm i I'm a bitter cold kid man I grew up skating bitter cold like that was the first like taste of that that I had and uh yeah I just like it a lot being like kind of put on the spot I think I do well because like I do tricks that I like to do consistently and I feel like that makes you place well yeah and I, I tend not to get like Caught up on just doing like the hardest trick I could do or like the craziest thing. I could kind of just do stuff.
0: That makes any sense? Yeah. No, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, because
1: consistency is very like that's what people like in a contest. You just land a lot of stuff and you don't fall a lot. Yeah. That's that's kind of like most of it. I think that's why I do well.
0: So did did you ever place like well in any of the better codes? Because I I can't remember I can't remember how you did in those.
1: Uh, I think I got like top five in the am comp, and okay. then I've skated the pro like qualifier round a few times, but I I couldn't hang obviously with like the real pro pros. Um,
0: but you've you've got top three in in real street events, right? Yeah, I'm, I am not just imagining this. Yeah.
1: city. I won Windy City Riot. Um, I haven't won King of Cleveland. Gotten second a few times. And then, you
0: uh, can you can cross that off this year, it's fine. <laughs>
1: yeah, we'll see. And maybe I'll break my elbow again.
0: <laughs> let's not let's not jinx that. Yeah, I'm not gonna
1: break my elbow. I'll be good. Right. Um yeah, definitely one Windy City Riot. Oh yeah, and Motor Town, but that's not really a street count. But I won Delta City and Windy City Riot.
0: Because I want to talk I want to talk to you about Delta City Open, uh I think it was seven now. I know Brian won that one, but I'm, I'm going to say that was a controversial win. And, oh, my you know,
1: God. Yeah, people were just talking to me about this. I, I love
0: Brian. You know, Brian's, Brian's probably one of my favorite skaters in America of the past decade, but, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know what happened on the day. I wasn't there, but according to the footage, you know, you Hurricane Topsoul and Hurricane Top Acid did that steep ash rail and he did back sav and true porn. And as far as I'm concerned, hurricanes beat true spin.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's just kind of a final spot thing, but like as far as like consistency and how he skated all day, he definitely I think he took the win for sure. Um, because so, he destroyed that first spot. Like he was skating the sketchiest rail. Um at that levi's diy spot and it's like a bank to this rail with like a cap in it and he did like five tricks on that thing and it was terrifying i didn't even skate it
0: right so they judge it throughout the entire day they don't just yeah. like you qualify to the finals and then it's whoever yeah. skates the best in the finals it's the entire day
1: yeah i remember being uh, kind of like whoa i thought i won because i did those spin tricks but uh <laughs> after watching like footage he landed a lot more stuff and like Another thing is when you're skating in the comp, you don't see like a good, like half of the tricks. You don't even know because you're doing your thing. Yeah. And like he landed like bangers at every single spot. And uh, yeah, it was, was controversial. Cause a lot of people talk to me about it. and <laughs> It's really funny but Brian told you, me. You guys it, have beefed the next time the you meet up and, and we're like, dude, you shouldn't have won dude. And like Brian's like very, um, yeah, he's not gonna forget that you said that to him. He's gonna be like,
0: "What the fuck?" That's so funny. Yeah, I just thought it'd be really funny. Like the next time you guys meet up for a street session after that comp, and you're like, "You're like, man, yeah, we, we I feel like know. I got robbed." And Brian's like, "Fuck you, I won. Deal with it."
1: <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I saw him at a uh, a video premiere. This guy, uh, I think his his name was Victor. He filmed like this super old school Michigan video from like fifteen years ago, and then it was like a two hour long video and he had this premiere at modern and uh
0: a a, a two hour long skate video yeah it was
1: called it was called era and it was like literally like
0: no one wants to watch a two hour long skate video
1: yeah it was too long but uh it was cool because it was like all the first like street footage in michigan ever like there's like a lot of good brian murphy tricks and a bunch of older dudes from the 90s skating Right. But I saw him there, and, like, I went up to him, and I, like, I was like, yo, dude, you won. Like, it's cool. Like, and, like, we, we kind of chatted about it. And it was, there was a, yeah, there was definitely, like, a little animosity there. But right. uh, me and Brian are great friends, so we we just had a beer about it. And it was cool. But I, I thought he won. Like
0: Brian, if you're watching this, I apologize. I didn't know the full story. I didn't know. I didn't. Yeah. I swear it's not my fault.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good year
0: though, man. Everybody that, ripped. Like, yeah, and that last spot, Don killed looked... it
1: too, man. Don Elliott. Oh yeah,
0: Ali Fishbrain, the Ali all He did something else that was messed up. Oh, that he did the end spin Royale that he does on everything. And oh, he's so good at that trick. Like, wondered, yeah, he's like,
1: true from rail. Like, what he can yep. do it on anything. Like, yeah, I was, was
0: you know, any rail, dude. Like, yeah, um, I was, at yeah, it was, it was it
1: was me, Don, and Brian on the
0: podium, which was sweet. Um, nice
1: yeah like those two are like my my mentors and ogs right there um yeah don don hasn't been skating much
0: that's what i was gonna ask don's been kind of quiet the last couple of years but i heard am i right in thinking he had another child is that right
1: yeah he had a son so he's got a kid number two um he's not on instagram either um
0: yeah, he doesn't so like he's, he's, he's
1: kind of just like doing his own thing. I don't think he really liked Instagram.
0: Yeah, he doesn't strike me as a social media guy. You don't really like you've got social media accounts, but you're not you're not that active on them either.
1: I don't like it that much. I don't, I don't blame know. you. I watch it a lot. I'm always on there looking at other people, but like it's a little too much for me. Um I don't know. I just like I'm not the most like sociable dude, I guess. Um, I mean, I don't mind talking to people, but, like, it's it gets a little weird, like, when people you don't know send you, like, weird messages, or, like, it, it I don't know, it's, it feels like there's pressure to, like, feed the, the Instagram, you know, yeah. there's pressure to post, and, like, I don't like that, I want my skating to be on my own terms, but it's interesting because that literally kind of controls, like, people's standings and skating, almost. And, but and it also like, years, makes yeah. people feel like they are entitled, which is also interesting because, like, some people get really frustrated and they are successful in social media, but they don't have sponsors, you know? Like, so it's just, it's strange. It definitely makes skating feel weird. Um, yeah. But it's important at the same time.
0: It Well, it definitely is. It's one of these things, yeah, like you said, it's really weird. Like, people are now getting sponsorship and essentially ending up with things like pro wheels and pro skates off of their social media presence and having, like, viral clips or having, like, loads Mm -hmm. of followers, which you could argue is, yeah, it's like, is that a good thing or not? But then at the same time, it also levels the playing field because it means that someone, someone from a country with no scene has just as much opportunity now to get sponsored as someone from a country with a big scene who has lots of friends who are connected to the industry because for Mm -hmm. such a long time especially when I grew up skating you couldn't really get sponsored unless you knew someone or unless you did really well in contests there was only really there was only really two ways into like going pro it was either having friends in the industry or having friends who were sponsored who would like set you up or it was absolutely ruining everyone at major contests and now it feels like this it's kind of cheated that system which some could argue is a good thing because it means you know if you're good enough it shines through because you know oh yeah but yeah
1: i think it's good i think it's good man um because it also like appeals to non-skating masses you know because like everybody's on instagram whether or not you skate and like i think it's a great way to like showcase skating to other people and i feel like with rollerblading it just has had a lot of like i don't really want to say bad but like weird or or bad representation it's hard hard,
0: yeah it, it needs
1: that good representation to kind of give people a better like opinion on what it is um
0: you're allowed to say it's had bad representation it has had some really corny cheesy representation over the years
1: oh yeah and it's like it's it's strange but i think it's a good thing man um i love them like people like like bobby like kills it and
0: that's what i mean like run random guy from israel
1: social media and just like literally just slays it and he he got his pro skates and he's doing his thing and i i think it's cool um and I think there's a lane for everybody in skating now because of that. Um, yeah, It's actually something sneaky told me when I was in Oregon randomly, but he was like, yeah, there's a lane for everybody in skating. And like, I feel like that's, that's almost a newer thing for everybody of a different like kind of vision to be able to, to be successful, you know? And it's good that people like, like Bobby can, can do his thing. And even, even like Robbie Pitt, somebody who, um, a lot of like people like look down upon his skating because it's not like this thing, but I think it's great that he can be successful. Yeah, it's not of it's better. not like traditional. Something well, different, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean because it's not like traditional aggressive skating, or it's not what people yeah. perceive to be traditional aggressive skating. Yeah,
1: I think we need that to progress our sport. Man, we need we need different things to be definitely. Better. Yeah, um, and I, I think. think it, I think every, every, you don't have to like it either, you know? Like, Savage doesn't like it. He likes his vision of skating. I um, mean, yeah, like, I like everything. I don't care. But
0: yeah, if you, I, if you don't I like it, be, just don't follow them. It's it's pretty easy. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. And I definitely think this era of skating is... It's one of the few... Th- this has been one of the few times where you don't just have to, like, be... Like do exactly what everything everyone else is doing to get sponsored because in the nineties it was all about handrails. Like if you weren't a good handrail skater, you weren't going to get sponsored. And then when it got like into the like two thousands, early two thousands, it was like if you're not jumping off roofs and doing massive transfers and basically try to kill yourself, you're not getting, you're not going pro. It's just not going to happen. And then yeah. and then throughout that, there was like the the sideline to the there was the competition skaters who, you know, as long as they did well in competitions, they would get sponsored, but there was this kind of stigma attached to being a competition skater. Like you were considered mm-hmm. a park rat for a while and it was really kind of looked down upon by street skaters. And that seems to have gone away as well. And it seems like now, yeah, like, like you're saying, there's so many different avenues that you can explore to go, like you can be really tech and just skate little ledges and get, get respect for doing, for just being really good at that. Or you can be yeah. a hucker and like throw yourself down stuff like Carlos Bernal or Sam Crofts, okay. like who oh, are yeah. taking like breakneck tech skating, like really high level. Or yeah. you've then get the guys that are just finessing the hell out of skate parks, like you said, like Bobby Spazov, who yeah. he, bas- he basically skates street like it's a park. Like he just he oh, just, yeah, he just cruises and glides around everything. So, yeah. Mm-hmm
1: yeah and then there's and there's danny beard dude Who just like you can't predict what that guy's gonna do like he definitely cannot another level of like doing things that have not been done or even just straight straight up like bizarre you know you're like what like i think that's great man oh yeah definitely pushing it and and being outside of the box um
0: I'm still annoyed at him though. That that pro the the pro skate promo better hurry up and drop because you know those yeah. th- those skates are going to be sold out by the time he drops the visuals for that.
1: Yeah, I I don't know what he's doing, but I'm, I'm sure it's coming.
0: I think I'm he was saying out. that you know yeah I think it was something to do with, like with the the weather was bad in Canada so that was stopping him filming the street and then I don't think he had anyone to film or something like that or he didn't have as many people up uh, so hope, yeah, I don't yeah know hopefully the- it's <laughs> hopefully it's coming soon yeah
1: i'm sure it's gonna be good and like i i can't wait to see whatever it is because every time he, he puts something out i'm like whoa like out there man
0: so you're a big that's that kind of surprises me with the type of skating that you do that you're a big you're a big danny beer fan because I, I would say you've yeah you you i like, mean...
1: see, I like things that are different man but yeah. i like everybody like i'm not i don't have like one type of skater that i enjoy or think is superior or better than anybody else like i will i try to like look at everything like as equal in a way um so yeah i appreciate danny beer skating i like you know sam crofts doing crazy stuff nick lomax too like those guys are sweet um then you know brock everybody skates for them it's, it's very tech and films everything perfect like i like it all man
0: so who like you've said who you like now but who when you were like growing up and like and you're i'm guessing you started skating in your teenage years like who were you into then like who were the early influences that you were like oh i want to be able to do what they can do
1: um so i started skating in 2006 um and a friend of mine threw a dvd in my parents swimming pool it's kind of a weird Wait, what?
0: You're a friend of yours through a dvd in your parents swimming pool
1: yeah so i go outside one day and i was probably like 11 or 12 and i see this shiny thing in my swimming pool and i'm like what is that you know so i i dive in and i pull it out and it's this dvd and it says m125 to life oh, no way okay. m1 team video
0: yeah
1: and i uh so I go in my room, I have this like little tiny silver TV and I put the DVD in because first I thought it was a CD and I tried to listen to it and, didn't right. and then uh, I watched the video and it, that was the first skate video I ever watched. Um, so like, yeah, it had like Frankie, uh, Dominic Sigourney, Richard uh, Johnson, Damien Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. That was, like, the first video that, like, I watched. And, yeah, like, Frankie's stuff was sweet. And then other than that, it was just Shima. And then, like, Shima skating was probably my favorite. And then uh, I used to watch Leading the Blind on YouTube.
0: That'll do it, Yeah.
1: So, yeah, like, Shima, Happy, Roscoe, and then, like, Frankie and Sagona. Like, Sagona had that crazy section in there that was, like, super edited and he's just got such sick style man. oh like, yeah dominion is one of my favorites of all time his movements you know yeah. like he did like this alley porn like rewind soul 180 and just like the way he did it, it was just will always stick in my head man
0: yeah Andy did like, it in usd legacies hair. and those yeah. are terrible skates to ride so if he can do it in those oh, yeah. you can do it in anything yeah
1: yes yeah, um, so sick dude and, and obviously frankie just is a machine man just do the craziest stuff easily like true front salves on what is like and the switch-ups he did in that video were just nuts like so many crazy switch-ups
0: i mean this the switch-ups he does in pretty much every section
1: oh yeah is nuts yeah Um, yeah and that definitely a lot of shima and then i kind of watched a lot of shima and Elliot too i can Uh, i I like john elliott's because it was just it was simple and like good uh, like really good
0: all right that makes sense okay hey you mentioned don and said that he's not been skating as much recently Is he still skating
1: yeah because
0: right. uh, he's not he's not had any footage out and yeah it seems like
1: yeah i have probably the last clips he filmed right. um i filmed um i want to say in like 2018, 2019, maybe. Fine. He like back rail through a cap. It was super cool. Um, and then I yeah, I sent him the clips and he's like, I'll take them, but like I don't think I'm gonna do anything with these. And yeah, I have clips of them. And that's that's probably it. Right. I don't, I don't know. Um he's skating Coda's old gray 909s. Okay. Um yeah, Coda gave him two pairs of skates.
0: So is he still coming out much or
1: not really? I think uh, a lot of it has to do with Corona and he doesn't want to skate inside modern. I talked to him a while ago and he said he's down to skate outside, but he's just the kid's a newborn.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I
1: think he's staying at home with the kids and uh, his wife, Melissa's working. I think that's the situation. So he actually is like busy all the time. And, yeah, he, like, works on his house a lot, too. So I think he's just got a lot going on. No, that's
0: and fair enough.
1: Yeah, he's he's done so much, man. Like,
0: oh, yeah, he is. Yeah,
1: it's, I think he's enjoying just, like, kind of settling down and, and being a family man. I think he loves it right now, and that's, that's what he's into.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he has nothing left to prove in Bleeding. Like, he has an incredible oh, back catalog of sections.
1: Yeah. Amazing, amazing stuff. I always always enjoyed skating with him, too. He had a a good attitude and good vibe to him. Um, Yeah, and, like, just his vision of, like, creative skating was, like... He was ahead of his time, for sure. Yeah, he's got
0: some very Um, creative tricks, yeah.
1: Especially, like, it's wild that he was on Razors at the time he was, because he you could tell he was just different, man, than the rest of the team. And he just had his own vision, and, like... I think a lot of Detroit skating was influenced by him. And like that's like growing up, I always loved like he was another person I watched a lot. Um and I just love like the tricks that he chose to do because they were always like just different. Um he, he said in interviews nothing standard, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was always really... Anyway. Yeah, I remember after like the whole mind game thing ended and he ended up on Razors and I always remember being like that's that's a really weird fit. Like if anything, I thought it would have made more sense from to either end up on Shadow or Valo because both of them tend oh, yeah. to celebrate and promote skaters that, you know, weren't following the most obvious trail in skating and just doing the whole like you know hammer switch up hammer sort of like he he did yeah. seem to have def- something different about him so it, it did seem like a strange fit and you know it wasn't well,
1: he kind of did, but... did both though he did
0: throw yeah. down
1: like big gaps still like even when he was skating razors
0: <laughs> but he was he was always like he always had like surprises or elements of surprise yeah. in his in his sections that you didn't tend to see from many other writers on the radio. Yeah, you have
1: the attention to detail. Then everybody, I feel like everybody now is very into that, like just having good attention to detail. And like he was doing that, like literally in two thousand eight, you know. And now it's cool, and everybody's doing it. So that's I still just really cool. think he's ahead of his time, man. Right. Oh
0: yeah, definitely
1: and it's great but other than him man brian oh my god brian's so good and he's been so good forever like, like some of his old stuff like i think it was the second coming his section in that like was insane like he That's would just do big stuff and uh when i moved to kalamazoo there was this rail that i always looked at and uh he, like disaster backside of this kink rail and like i still just can't get over it because it's just such a crazy trick and he uh yeah brian too it was amazing
0: the second coming i wonder if that's on youtube i haven't seen that i don't think
1: i think so uh alex Beaupre made it um, right. another really good michigan skater jake roos had like i think the last section in that and he was like also super good at street skating Jake Roos was, like, probably the least known, like, super talented blader from Michigan. And uh, he could, like, true fish down rails. Like, he was that good. Um, But he, yeah, he became, like, a family man pretty early on. I want to say in, like, 2010, he was already done skating. But he was, like, also pro-level talent, for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, like through like things like 616 and because night hardware is from Detroit as well, isn't it?
1: Yeah. That was, that was yeah. Alex. Like thing. There's,
0: there's been like a long history of like being, yeah, a productive scene and, you know, have like, you know, with shops and distribution, because there was the distribution company from there as well. Uh it was integrated. That's the one integrated. Yeah. yeah they were,
1: they were through uh market 616.
0: Yeah. That's the one. He, so, he had a
1: warehouse there. So it was all, uh, I think USD and Dashies...
0: Are- yeah, yeah, they did all the stuff for the states. Yeah, and yeah. so they've, you know, the area we grew up grew up on has like a long and rich history in blading, not mm-hmm. just with skaters, but also with, you know, like night hardware was way ahead of its time instead into oh, yeah. like in terms of um, hardware development. So yeah, um, that's what I was going to ask. So like obviously you've had sections out in the past which which part are like you most proud of or do you think encapsulates your skating most because when i see the footage of you at real street events and you're throwing things like hurricanes down terrifying steep handrails with like trees sticking out the sides of them but then i don't feel like we see i've seen stuff like that from you within your sections Mm -hmm. i feel like i've seen like the creative stuff and you're clearly amazing at jumping high because you're one of the few people i know that does kink rails from like the flat at the top you don't mm-hmm. just do it from like the first down you do it like you basically grind every inch of a kink rail and those have got to be high at the top
1: it almost feels safer to me <laughs> How I? I don't know why like oh, so you can just split it at the highest point down, like, um, I don't
0: know why. The but it i feel like i feel like you're one of those guys that throughout the years has just like got all like all your friends to film and then you've gathered all the footage and then made it a section or you've got yeah, a random guy about, to film.
1: Um, I've never like just worked on a part really other yeah. than I mean the FID section was like the one big part that I say probably encapsulates my skating the best cuz I, I did hard top solar rail on that part and uh Great so
0: the the one the one, like the one part I haven't the one like, okay cool. the one part i haven't seen and the one part i can't see is the one that you think is the best example you're skating
1: <laughs> yeah i'm sure i, I need to convince to let me just post it because it's out there but um yeah that one's just got a lot of like more hammery style street skating i would say um yeah it's just kind of how it's always been for me and like now it's like i have to like make my own part which like probably takes away from some of the stuff because like I'm kind of in my own head about things where if somebody else made it, they could just decide for themselves. I don't really like making my own stuff, but I know that I kind of have to do it to get it done. Um, I'd rather not, but at the same time, I kind of do like being in control, but yeah, I guess the FID section, I would say.
0: Have you ever like is, is, have you ever thought about approaching anyone to film a section, or is there anyone that you would like you would like to work with that you think could that you could work well with, or they could make something that like fits with your your style or your vision for skating?
1: Yeah, probably Al or uh, me and Hawk definitely want to make something too. Me and Hawk have been talking about doing a part for a while now. Um, I just needed to take the time to go uh, stay with him for like a week or two in Ohio and then uh yeah me and hawk have talked about it he said he wants to make the part um yeah with al would be cool too but um i feel like i would work better with hawk i don't know why just i feel like we're on a, a we have a better friendship i would say then nothing, nothing against al <laughs> just like, okay. i'd probably be more likely to hang out with hawk now
0: That's fair enough, yeah. Um, I always find that really funny when you're like, see when someone says, I don't know, just you say, oh, like, it's always interpreted that there's an issue or that you've fallen out or there's something negative when it could just be like, no, it's just I prefer to hang about with such and such or, you Mm -hmm. know, like... For example, like that's how like beef start in your your local city because people go oh well that guy doesn't like to skate with us or da, 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 or he like doesn't like okay. us and it's like it's, it, it doesn't necessarily mean you don't like the person it just means yeah. you have your group of friends and you prefer hanging out with them it, it doesn't it, it doesn't choosing to hang about with one group of people doesn't mean you have negative feelings towards another group it just means you don't mm-hmm. want to hang out with them that that it can be just as simple as that
1: yeah i feel like that's how it is man a lot of it's just communication um communication can be tricky um but yeah i feel like it's important to just say where you're at and some some people just don't like talking about their feelings man but i'm totally open to talking about how i feel i don't know
0: i felt like that was leading on to something else and you just stopped yourself but all right i wouldn't i wouldn't dig any deeper into that
1: (laughs) yeah i don't know i guess if people like think that like i don't want to skate with them but i don't i don't know then that really happens but i guess like sometimes when i meet new people like whether it be a a modern like i don't know if people think i'm like not very approachable but like i find myself like introducing myself to people more than people coming up to me
0: maybe you're just really, really, maybe you're really intimidating and you don't realize it. Maybe people see you and they think, God, he looks like he looks like he's yeah, just I like growling at us. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to
1: anybody though, man. Like, I don't know. Fair enough. I like talking, right. talking to
0: people. Um, so you've got a new part you're working on. What What's, what's 2021 looking like? What are your plans? What have you, have you got any, any like trips or events or, apart from the section that you've told me you've got two minutes of footage for?
1: Uh, Delta City. That's like the first thing. And then I definitely want to stay with Hawk for like a week and start working on something. Um, We talked about doing uh, a VOD, but if we were to go down that route, I'd probably need to make a few trips out of it. Mm. I want to make, like you said, I want to make something like good, like really good
0: oh yeah, like don't like yeah don't misinterpret that i'm not saying yeah. you know your sections are like sucked or like the skating is good it just always mm-hmm. seems like there's something missing or like you haven't felt if like i said it feels like you've got a bunch of friends to film and that's why it all just seems so disjointed or something it doesn't seem like mm-hmm. like a, a cohesive peach a peach piece the skating yeah. is there <laughs> it's just it, yeah. just it just feels like the other elements are like haven't you know come up to that level
1: mm-hmm Dude, Brians Brian's told me that too. He was like you need to just like make like one really, really good thing. and it's not not saying that I don't need to do other stuff. It's just like I, I like want to make just like one like really, really good epic part that like I'm super proud of. just to say that I did it and like have something to look back on and be like, this is what I did with my skating um, and then do it again
0: that's what i mean like just even even if it's for nothing else other than you can look back on that and say that is exactly how i wanted it to turn out rather than being Mm -hmm. like oh well this is good enough like or oh we've got enough we've got enough clips that i'm happy with for a good part let's put that out like i would like you i'm sure you would like it to be something you're like this is yeah this is the best that i can do this is what i want yeah
1: that's something i aim for man i'm always i'm always more about quality than than quantity especially when it comes to filming like i'd rather do like a trick that's it's like really hard and more of a challenge than to just do a bunch of like other tricks you know
0: i've noticed that from you in recent years actually because i've noticed that you don't tend to put out like more than more than maybe like one part a year in the past over the past like three or four years Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, I do want to put out more stuff, but maybe just like, uh, maybe just like like stuff that has more like I don't know, like a fun vibe to it, you know? Whether it be just like skating at a skate park or just skating like one or two spots. Like me and Brian always talk about this because like we're so focused on like filming the best part that we kind of don't just like fuck around and have fun and put like something really fun out there too but we we've talked about it we want to do both like i don't know i want to like coda like is coda's the type of person that wants to just make like fun edits you know he's like less concerned with making just like this crazy part you know Mm -hmm. because like me me and brian kind of get in our heads about it we're kind of like okay we got to do this you know and like coda's just like let's just skate and film it and make something you know so that's why, like, I like skating with him too, because we'll just like want to make at it. I want to do bold, but I also want to make like an epic part.
0: I mean, I I don't see any reason why you can't. Yeah, how old are you? Like, you're like twenty five, right?
1: Yep, I'm gonna be twenty six in June.
0: That's yeah, prime skating age. Body isn't too beaten up yet. Still young and full of energy. You know, no kids. Perfect time to do it.
1: Yeah, no job right
0: now. <laughs> no job right now. You've got no excuse. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I start start working again on the twenty-nine.
0: Ooh,
1: I'm like that's, the, that's
0: soon. That's like the fantasy dream
1: week. world is ending. I'm I'm upset. <laughs> that's
0: in less than a week.
1: Yeah, I'm like, I don't want it to end.
0: Better get your body clock back in check and start getting up early, because otherwise your yeah. first day back at work is gonna be a shock to the system.
1: Yeah. I'll be I'll be all right, but plus it's, it's cooking, so it's not like I have to wake up at eight in the morning. Uh, yeah, it's it's a ten to three shift, you
0: know. Ten I'll to three. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: That is a pretty all right, because yeah, I've worked in kitchens it's, it's before. It's
1: gonna be true. Like we're gonna start slow, so like I'm right. still like I'm fine.
0: Okay. So we're not gonna see you on Instagram much because you're not that guy, but we we are potentially gonna get get a part at least a part or two maybe two out of you this year is that what you're telling me
1: yeah definitely
0: all right and new stuff's coming with sick urethane okay anything else you want to say before we wrap this up because i've interrogated you for at least an hour and a half already
1: uh yeah i just want to say thanks for uh having me on really um this is my first like video interview um yeah i thought it was cool man uh, well,
0: the plan is for it to be so good that you won't go with anyone else now, and you'll be like, nah, that sucks." We're not. <laughs> that's 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 the aim. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It was it was good. Nice one, well, man. Uh, yeah, just just thank you for the opportunity, and uh, shout out to all my friends and uh, everybody who's been hooking me up over the years. Thank
0: you. Awesome. Well, can't wait to see what you come out with next. Yeah, looking forward to the new section, and yeah, good luck with it. Until then. Yeah. All right. Later, man. All right. Speak soon.